Stay connected and never miss a beat with AT&T. Our reliable network covers more roads than any other carrier, ensuring you're always in the loop. Whether it's tournament upsets, buzzer beaters, or social media buzz, stay up to date. Don't let the action pass you by. Check if you're eligible for a free trial of in-car Wi-Fi at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. And keep the madness going. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. All right. Practice today, Debo, um, same thing. Shoulder won't practice. Trent Williams, ankle won't practice. Greenlaw's having a vet day. Um, and then Brock Purdy, new one for you guys. He's in the protocol. So, go ahead. Um, in the game. Oh, he started getting symptoms on the plane. Uh, so we found I found that out when I, we landed. We were all pretty asleep, but then he got all checked up today and now he's, or yesterday, and now he's in the protocol. Does he have enough time to clear protocol in order to be available for the game on Sunday? Oh yeah, he does have enough time. Just has got to go through the process. You watch the film. Where do you think he heard it was uh, quarterback sneaks? Maybe uh, possibly. Uh, we're not. We don't know for sure because um, he didn't start getting into the plane. So I don't know exactly, but I'd probably guess that. Can you tell at all? I guess when you're coaching on the sidelines, relaying and all the other, can you kind of sense anything like that? I know that you have an independent neurologist who's supposed to be looking for that, but as a coach, do you? Um, no. I mean, because I, I mean, I don't get to talk to him when I'm calling plays in. You know, but he on the sidelines, a couple of those series, I mean, nothing with Grease hearing it. And I know after the game, he talked to you guys and uh, Corey. So um, it's kind of a surprise when I woke up on the plane. Is there anything on film you saw that would suggest he wasn't himself in retrospect? Um, not really. On the broadcast, Troy Aikman said that Brock told him that his arm isn't 100% yet. Is that a conversation you've had with Brock? Has he told you that? No. Fred said the other night that he'd like to see the mental toughness of the team go up. Is that something you feel like's been lacking the last couple of weeks? Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think, I wouldn't say mental toughness. I just go by what I see in the game, and I think, I think we've been in the reality of the NFL the last two weeks, where the reality of the NFL is every game is usually decided. Most of the games are decided by one score, um, and we've been in two of those in our last two games, and we've had the ball within one score at the end and haven't gotten it done. And I think when you look before that, I think out of our previous 15 games, I think there was only three games that weren't double-digit wins. Um, so I think we're getting more into the reality of the league, and we've lost both of those games. And um, when it comes to one score, um, you look at the top team in the league and the bottom team in the league, and usually those guys are in a lot of one-score games. It's who comes out with more wins, and we're 0-2 in those right now. Obviously, uh, Sam's going to be taking the, the reps here until uh, Brock comes back. Does your thinking as far as game planning change at all and if Sam were to play and just what's your level of confidence as far as what you've seen from Sam since you know, beginning a training camp to this point? Um, I have as much confidence in Sam as I could have with someone that I haven't gotten into a real NFL game with. Uh, he was great in the offseason. He's been great here in these seven weeks um, so far and um, 
he's always ready to go. He's great in the meetings and stuff. He doesn't get many reps, as no backups do, but uh, he does it well in the scout team. He's always good in the meetings. And, you know, we got mainly walkthrough today, so Brock's allowed to do some of the walkthrough. And we got a couple of periods that aren't, so Sam will get those periods. He's, Brock is allowed to at least get on the field. For walkthrough, yeah. Yeah. Is there a day you'd have to clarify from your perspective for him to start? Um, yeah, whatever. Nothing's my perspective. I mean, well, but I mean, if he's not clear by Friday, would you say he hasn't practiced? So, uh, you know, do, do you do that? Or no, I mean, Brock didn't take a practice reverse um, Seattle on Thursday night football to pregame warmups, and they had to shut those down a little bit too. So he didn't really get a real rep that week till play one, and he played pretty good. So we'll probably stick with that. Is he um, feeling better today than he was yesterday? Yes. Yeah. Where's Trent in recovery? Did, and did you factor in the plan on the surface you know, last week? Yes, big, yeah, the surface and the quick turnaround. I mean, I think if it was a, I think Trent could have been out there. We don't know if he would have made it through it, and he wouldn't have been out there close to 100. Um, percent And he probably wouldn't have made it through it, and that would have meant he has no chances this week. So hopefully, he has a better chance to get there this week. Is there a chance he could practice tomorrow? Yeah, there's a chance. Hopefully, he'll be out there. McCaffrey, he's, he's going to be a full go practice. Yeah, he's full go. He got out fine. He's good. And then, just, I guess, how would you describe his, his knack to score? And this, you know, he's got this nice streak going on. And uh, I guess the other question was on the second touchdown, the 35-yard catch and run, did you figure out it would work out exactly that way? If, if those two blocks were sealed, he only had one guy to beat in the movie? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how it is when they zero, and they zero a lot. So um, they're pretty good at, at that play. I mean, they see it a lot because they do so much zero. And um, I don't think they've given up a house call on it yet. And usually they tackle for about a seven-yard gain. And our guys just blocked really well. It allowed them to stretch it, which made the guy in man coverage have to run a little bit farther. And he was able to rip through that arm tackle. So it was a hell of a play by all three of them. And then just in terms of his knack for scoring. It's, it takes, it's real good coaching. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's unbelievable at it. I mean, he's, I think he's done it since I heard about it growing up in Denver to college to whatever team he's on. He knows how to get in the end zone. You said after the game about the, your own zero blitz at the end of the first half that it was something you discussed during the week. What, what have those conversations been like with Steve Wilkes and kind of where's your understanding about what you guys were trying to accomplish with that? Yeah, I think he, he knows. You guys, I think, talk to him tomorrow. Uh, he knows he messed up on that call. I have no problem with zero blitzes, um, um, especially when people need a lot of yards. You know, if you need to get 20 yards to kick a field goal, I have no problem with a zero blitz. Um, but I do when there's 16 seconds left, and I, that's where he lost track. There was no necessary need for that just because of the time. I have no problem with the call. Gotta, but, I mean, I have no problem with that play call, but when it's that time, you can't do that. It's not an option. Peyton Manning said uh, that Kirk Cousins told him before the game that on plays when Bosa was out, he could automatically would automatically check to a route where he knew he would have more time. Do you think that's pretty standard around the league against pass rushers? Do you guys do that too? Yes. Yeah. Everybody does. I think. Speaking of Bosa, he's you know he has two and a half sacks in seven games. It's not like he's invisible. He's been disrupted, but you know people look at it and he didn't have sacks last year. Do you? No, I think, I mean, when, when you ask it that way, difference, I look at how people move and whether they look 
in shape or as talented as year before, and he looks the exact same. I mean, I don't see anything different. I know the results haven't been there. Um, he's got a couple opportunities missed. He's got a couple opportunities that should have been an easy sack on, and um, we left number one open too fast where he shouldn't have been. So I just feel like um, the way it's panned out between rush and coverage and just all 11 together, um, they haven't been tied together to me when they have done it. When Bosa beats someone, there's got to be nowhere to go with the ball, and they've been able to do that. Um, whether it's a miss or whatever it is. And when we have, um, when we've had people covered, I don't feel like we've always had that rush. So I think it's there throughout a game, but just not at the right times. Kyle, what was your evaluation of Jalen Moore? And also, do you like what you're getting out of your interior offensive line as far as run push? Um, I mean, we didn't run the ball that well in that game, but um, usually don't when they have six on the line. Um, you got to do some stuff in the pass game to kind of soften them up a little bit. It's going to be pretty hit or miss. I didn't think we got a lot of plays, which if you don't break a, lot, a long one and you're going against that stuff, it's not going to be good yards per carry. Um, so I didn't see anything that our O-line hurt in that aspect. And as far as Jalen Moore, he, he played good enough for us to win. I mean, our O-line wasn't a big part of the problem. Um, if it's first and 10, I probably wouldn't have done it, you know, second and 13, I don't want to go to second and 18. Um, so I did it there to try not to get that. Um, obviously at the end, you wish you had it, but there's, I think a lot more times than not, we finish a half in a game, still having timeouts than having none. So I don't sit there and just take penalties trying to save them. I usually use them. Um, but I want to say that's a hundred percent. Years you had, you had struggles uh, at the beginning of the year and then sort of hit your stride and then you went steadily up. This is a little bit of a different dynamic where you started out so well. Is that different in the way you approach it? How 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 is that approached in terms of you know, the coaching's aspect? Um, I mean, there's no different approach. I just think, um, you know, that's the reality of what's happened this year. These last two years, we've been had our backs against the wall in this time. And I feel like that's really hardened us and we've responded the right way and um, ended the year fairly good on to where we finished up um, this year. I mean, we, we really didn't want to be in that situation this year. And I thought we succeeded in that. We came out, um, made sure we didn't get in that situation. And um, we started 5-0. and oh. And then I think these last two weeks, I think, like I said earlier, and that's the reality of the NFL kind of has hit us that, guys, this isn't just going to be you go out there and beat everyone by two scores like those first five games went. Um, you're not always going to play perfect. You're never going to play perfect. And the team against you is going to play good sometimes. And usually that's going to come down to one score. And both of these have. And we had every chance to win both of those games, and we didn't get it done. And when it comes down to one score, you can always pin out three to four plays. And that's kind of what we're focusing on in these two games. And that is usually the reality of the NFL. That's been the reality of us as a team. Um, just hasn't been that way since week seven of last year until now. What was your assessment? Last one. The, 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 DN's, <laughs> the DN spot opposite Bochum. The, the trade deadline's coming up. There are some prominent names out there. Are you guys still interested in possibly adding somebody? We're always interested anywhere that we think will help our team without hurting it, especially for the future. Um, so that's something we're always looking into. But, um, you know, I think I think it's helped add in um, Randy. I think he's done some good things. I think, um, you know, I think Clee made a couple good plays uh, in the game. But um, we want to do better all around. But it's not like we're just targeting that position or anything. Super last one. Um, Brock took the full blame for that first interception after the game as opposed to the route being broken off. I have no idea what happened. 
you, having seen the film, is that accurate? That yeah. Yeah, he just he threw two inside to the middle third player and need to be more inside the numbers. Part of the route. Yeah. Did they just walk through? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.